When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, welcome back to Smart TV. And this week sees me once again joined by Kellyanne Taylor, the Radio Times podcast editor, as we must now address her. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Um, do you have a rider now? Does it? Do oh, well, Caroline, don't get me started on that. Okay, all right. Um, anyway, congratulations on your Thank new you. role and lovely to be here. Without further ado, we have a couple of listener recommendations to get to. So we'll crack on with our choices before we get to those all important additions. First of all, a little bit of drama. You know I like my drama. This is Annika. Um, fans of Nicola Walker will not need persuading that she is uh, at the peak of her powers in everything she does from the split to river, all sorts of things. She just adds that element of pedigree. I mean, I can remember noticing her in Spooks years ago and thinking, who is that? She's just got this lovely screen presence. And it's just as well um, that you do like her in Annika because not only is she the lead role, but she even breaks the fourth wall and talks to viewers. So if you don't like her, I can imagine that could be really irritating. And in fact, even fans of the show have said they could do without that bit. You know, when she sort of turns and does yeah. a, a Fleabag-esque aside. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Fleabag obviously didn't invent it, but she has almost cornered the market recently mm. in that whole vibe. Mm. So this is Annika. It's on Alibi. It's the second series. It was uh, originally a radio drama and Nicola Walker played Annika in the radio version and is now on screen. It's popular. It does the business. If you like Shetland, you'll love this. I think it's fair to say. And I think what's what's the big deal about this series is that her colleague doesn't know that he's the father of her teenage child. So somewhere in the middle of a washed up bodies, crime solving in the beautiful Scottish scenery, there will be this big family secret to dig out with a trowel at Very some point. Nice. So. Well, that's nice, isn't it, that they have that kind of through line because they are individual standalone episodes, which is also quite nice. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is what is the magic ingredient with all these mm. shows, isn't it, is that you have the spine of a 
central team of people that you start to care about, but so that you don't get sort of bogged down just in one storyline. Yeah. You've also got these these new elements each each episode. So yes, it's a mixture of both. So that's Annika on Alibi, 9pm on Wednesday. However, you can catch up on the first series, which is on the iPlayer because it also came to BBC One. Such is the complex yeah. labyrinthine world of uh, 2023 television. That's why we're here, to help people navigate through yes, it. Because it's a minefield. To lead and, and <laughs> <Yeah>. guide. <laughs> Right, what have you got for us? Okay, so I I know that you loved Happy Valley. So this is This Cultural Life with Sally Wainwright, BBC4, 10pm Wednesday. Um, and then obviously you can catch up via iPlayer afterwards. So we're looking inside the head of Sally Wainwright, the screenwriter. She brought us Last Tango in Halifax, uh, Gentleman Jack, of course, Caroline's favourite, Happy Valley. She's created some of the biggest British TV dramas um, and she's had this huge impact over the last decade. So this is her sitting down with John Wilson. It's a very revealing, charming profile. I, I always think it's really interesting to look into the life of writers. You know, I think we expect so much and we want to look inside their brilliance but actually a lot of the time the reason why people are writers is no. they want to be behind the screen doing the creativity yeah. but they don't necessarily want the fame so I think it's really interesting when a writer has accrued that kind of fame over the course mm-hmm. of their career um, and what actually comes out is you know there's some there's some really nice parts of this she gets incredibly emotional when she talks about her mum but then there's really interesting things as well like she worked as a bus driver which again you don't necessarily mm-hmm. I didn't know that before watching this so I thought, yeah, it, it was a really nice, interesting watch. And for fans of Sally Wainwright, obviously her TV work speaks for itself, but it's really nice to get a glimpse mm, into the that. person behind. So that's This Cultural Life, Sally Wainwright, BBC Four, Wednesday, 10pm. Well, for something completely different, <laughs> I can offer you Alone. Channel 4, Sunday, 9pm. Now, I guess we've had a, a quite a run of these kind of shows, these kind of survivor shows, put mm. people in the middle of the wilderness. We we saw Race Across the World, which just took off during lockdown as it gave everybody a way of escaping their sofas. This uh, might uh, test you just that bit too much. I don't know if you'll want to necessarily emulate what they get up to. So a bunch of contestants are basically dumped in the middle of the Canadian wilderness and for some of them, it's all about the bears. Just don't don't expose me to the bears. And of course, the first thing you see is a shot of a bear. So what is interesting about this show? Well, two things I think set it apart is that there is no social media. There's no Instagramming. There's no nothing. They are really left gazing at their own navels mm. and they are at the mercy of the elements. And the other thing is that we don't really know how long this show lasts. It lasts yes. until... Last man, brackets, or woman, I should say, is standing. The prize is massive. It's £100,000 for whoever can stick it out the longest. When this show originally debuted in the States, they were warned that it could last up to a year, potentially. Yes, yeah. So I I love the open-ended nature of it. Very unlike normal telly, where you have your sort of three-act play, you Mm. know, the setup, the peril, the resolution, hurrah, jazz hands. None of that. This is as real as it gets. And uh, yes, watch out for those bears. Yeah, I've actually seen this. Mm -hmm. And I thought, again, like you say, not having an end date, but also 
when they produced this, when they created this, not knowing how long it would go on, is insane. But also you see these people and they have no idea where the other contestants are and how long the other contestants are. So I was also thinking, what happens at the end if someone's just seeing it out and they are the last standing person? They're Buddha. Yeah, I just, (laughs) I thought there's so many flaws to this, but it is a really interesting watch and it's really... I think, again, you know, I think that's why Bear Grylls does so well, Mm. because he takes us back to this kind of, you know, archaic way of living that we're so disconnected with now in in the world that we live in. But it's so fascinating to watch people having to survive. I mean, in this day and age, you now pay more to switch off, don't you? You go to these Scottish retreats and they've managed to brand their hotels. Obviously, they've got Duff Wi-Fi, but no, they're going to spin it very, very cleverly, I think, as a hotel, come to detox, don't have your Wi-Fi, pay more. It's like having crisps that you have to pay more for no salt. But clearly, there is a need and an interest Mm. and a fascination with just how well equipped are we anymore to deal with this kind of thing. So So, so when the apocalypse comes if uh, these contestants will be well equipped because of this show. So that is one to watch out for. Let's talk about some comedy quickly. Have you seen this, Only Murders in the Building? I have not. I have heard lots about it. Well, you're one of the few. It's on Disney. It's coming back for Series 3. And it's a rather strange uh, crew of people. I mean, yes, we know that uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin have always teamed up on the big screen and the little screen. We know that they work very well as a duo. The surprise element here, the great impressive surprise, is Selena Gomez, who has just seamlessly joined in and become... Um, a TV trio. And it's always a good sign when big stars sign on for the second and third series. So at the very end of the last series, we saw the ever popular, and I have to say, mm, somewhat ubiquitous Paul Rudd rocking up. But we know that it has had the big tick of success because Meryl Streep also turns up as the co-star of A Murder Victim in the new series. That's all I'm going to say. So that's on Disney+. And uh, the first two episodes of the third series kick off on Tuesday. So we now move on to our listener recommendation. So I got an email from Sally. Hello, 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 Sally. Thank you so much for writing in. We really, really love hearing from you. So Sally has recommended, or she's written, I love the pod as I watch a lot of TV. So do we. Uh, A must watch is The Above on Apple TV, and The Above is Drops of God. It centres on a family in the wine industry, switching from Japan to France and the UK. So you do need subtitles. It's a drama about an inheritance, you'll be gripped by the first episode. And fortunately, there are only six, so you don't have to waste your life watching. Now you've mentioned the word wine and inheritance, this rings a bell. So thank you, Sally. This is going back on my in-tray wish list and I will I will report back next week. Thank you for the reminder. So I watched it ahead of this and it was, Sally, thank you very much, beautiful. <laughs> I mean, Lots of people who know me, mum, I know who will be listening, know that I love wine. A so, tipple. The a tipple. <laughs> I mean, I don't drink it like they do, which is, you know, swivel, smell, mm-hmm. a, a small sip, throw it back it's out a into nose. the... good nose. Always a good nose, I hear. So this is, I think, Sally, you've so succinctly summarised it, I need not say much more, mm. except for... It's never stopped you. <laughs> so, so true. Um, they make a living off talking. The family, it's it's got a little bit of a succession vibe. Mm-hmm. So there's the inheritance is split between his actual daughter and the son, spiritual son, he calls him, who is the, mm. his protege. Um, and it's about they basically have to take part in this test, which is 
in the will to see who will get the inheritance. So, uh, Sally, you're absolutely right. I was hooked by the end of episode one and we'll be continuing with that one. And I'm sure Caroline will report next week oh. with her take on it as well. So now we move on to an audio recommendation. Now, we had a listener write in a few weeks ago asking for more radio and audio. So I will be pointing you in the direction this week of Stirring It Up, which is a podcast that you can download and listen to now. If you'd like to hear more about it, I am going to shamelessly plug the Radio Times podcast because the hosts, Andy Oliver, who you'll recognise from Great British Menu and who is a regular on our radios, is hosting this alongside her daughter, Mikisa Oliver, who you will also recognise as a broadcaster. And this week in the Radio Times, we have a fabulous 10, 12-page spread. It's beautiful. Uh, commissioned by the lovely Caroline Frost, all about what podcasts you should be listening to now. Obviously, smart TV. But Stirring It Up is basically the Olivers inviting a celebrity guest and their plus one into their homes for a meal to talk about food, but also culture, life, a good old chinwag and what you will hear from the Radio Times episode with Andy and Makita is that anyone who speaks to them feels like they're part of the family. They are so vibrant, so warm, so kind, so inviting. And it gets really deep. You know, we talk about relationships with food and difficulties with food. Makita at one point says to Andy, isn't it incredible that something that you struggled with for so long has been the backbone of your success? And although it gets deep, it's also full of laughter. So great. that's stirring it up podcast and you can also hear them on the Radio Times podcast which was released on Tuesday. Now Caroline let's mm-hmm. move to your favourite segment of mm-hmm. the show one from the archive. Well I thought um, on the back of Annika what other female crime busters can I offer you and I found and it made me laugh actually Silent Witness all of it is on iPlayer. Now, take a wild guess how many series of <laughs> Silent Witness there are. So they're currently filming now, just down the road from here, in fact, because I visited the set last week. So how many series do you think are in the can of Silent Witness, including this most recent one that they're filming? 17? 27! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought 22, but then maybe that's too long. And I was thinking that was on when I was in primary school. Right. So when I was in my uh, my bunker early this year, I had a little hiatus away from the world and I watched an awful lot of TV and I started again at the beginning of Silent Witness. It's almost impossible to watch without thinking of French and Saunders these days because it's Amanda Burton sort of doing that sort of, you know, that that face <laughs> and um, taking things very, very seriously. But my goodness, you know, it's it's still incredibly popular. We're on to uh, what the, about the third or fourth incarnation of the team at the Lyle. I miss Clarissa, but things change. And so, yeah, so have a feast, dip in and tell us which is your favourite era of Silent Witness. Fortunately, Jack is still around, but other characters have been and gone. So just do let us know if you choose to um, tune in and um, see if you can still stomach an early episode of Silent Witness and which is your favourite era of Silent Witness. And that is my contribution from the archive. I love that. Now we come on to a film of the week. Uh, As always, I tried to choose one from Terrestrial so that everyone can watch. I have got one of my favourite films, and I know that I am limited on how many times I'm allowed to say that. But if you go back and listen to my episode with Richard Curtis on the Radio Times podcast, you will hear us both 
fangirling over this film. It is, of course, The Worst Person in the World, which Radio Times gave five stars. It is on at the very unusual time on Channel 4, Sunday, 12.45am to 2.50am. I am not suggesting that you stay up until that time, but you can watch it on Channel 4's streaming service. It is set in Oslo and it follows a young woman navigating her late 20s, early 30s and trying to figure out what on earth life is about. It is a love letter to feeling lost, uh, feeling confused, finding your feet, as well as having some incredibly tender moments of an actual romance. Is it Norwegian or is it English? Norwegian. The subtitles. Thank you. Not expecting you to speak Norwegian either. Few, few. Well, that's a link to Annika as well because she has Norwegian ancestry. Oh, we've gone full circle. <laughs> Almost as though it were planned. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. I think that's all for this week. Any recommendations? As you can tell, we do read everything and we very much welcome any input into what we should be watching next or listening to or streaming you know the works so um, that's all from us for now and in the meantime happy Happy viewing. viewing